What is up, guys? How is everybody doing? I am here to talk to you guys about a little something. Today's podcast is going to be a little different. Um, I am going to be doing today's podcast by myself. As you guys can see, Jacob is not here. Thank you for tuning in to my iTunes listener and watching for my YouTube viewers. So, like I said, today's gonna, <coughs> excuse me. Today is going to be a little different. First, I have notes, so I'm going to stay a little organized. If I keep looking down, that's why for my YouTube viewers. But I'll be talking about a subject that at first I was kind of leery about talking about. I just thought that I'd share to maybe be able to encourage someone going through the same thing that I was going through and still kind of am, but I wanted to make sure that I spoke about it so that I could encourage someone. Um, There weren't a lot of videos that were out there that I looked for when I searched for this. So hopefully that this will be something that could start um, encouraging other women to talk about. So I know you guys are probably wondering, well, I guess not really much wondering, that much because if you can read the title, you'll know that today I'm going to be talking about my TTC journey. For those of you who don't know who, who, for those of you who don't know what TTC is, TTC is trying to conceive. And so my journey has only been about a couple months. Um, Uh, that's why I wasn't really sure if I wanted to talk about or share this because there were so many other women that had been going through TTC for years. And I just felt like, who am I to talk about this? Like there's so many other women that have gone through this for years and will probably look down on me for just my couple of months and saying like, you've only been a couple of months. You don't even know if you're really TTC. And I just, I don't know, but the Holy Spirit laid on my heart and was like, no, go ahead, share what have you have experienced through this because everybody goes through pain and I feel like it's something that I can relate to um, as far as TTC goes because I actually felt pain through this process of not being able to conceive through the couple of months that my husband and I have been trying. Um, so I thought that I would just come out and hopefully encourage some women based on what I have been going through. So I'm going to start off by saying that this is going to be a little bit of a TMI video and podcast. So gentlemen, if you're listening, you're more than welcome to keep listening. However, we'll be talking about some lady things, okay? So just going to give you guys a background on my, I guess, uterus. (laughs) I started Depo-Provera, which is a form of birth control and it's the shot form. You take it every three months. I started taking that when I was 16. Not my choice. It was my mother's and I'm not playing the blame game. Hey mom, I know you're probably watching and listening. Not playing the blame game, but it was not my choice. I wasn't really informed on a lot. I went in kind of just listening to everybody else's opinion. Usually you're supposed to do your research before you take some stuff. However, I was 16 at the time, so I was just like, my mom's saying to take it, let's take it. And it wasn't really explained to me quite really the 
I guess, effects it would have on my body, except the fact that I could stop having a period. And at that time, that was wonderful. It was like, no period? What? Yes. I'm so down. Let's do this. Let's take this. I'm ready. And of course, it worked for that time period of me being at that age and not wanting a period. Well, then I was like, okay, I haven't had a period for a while. I took it for two years. And through that whole time, actually the first time I took my shot, I literally did not have a period after that first shot up until now. And I... After that two-year mark, I met my husband, Jacob. I met Jacob. And we obviously talked about having kids. And doing my research, I found out that you should stop taking Depo-Provera, excuse me, ahead of time before you start trying because it's going to take up, it can take six to 12 months to get out of your system. And uh, I was like, okay, well, let's stop taking it now so that when we do decide that we want to start trying, that we can have kids. And uh, I stopped taking it last November 2016. Yeah, 2016. Actually, no, it wouldn't be last November because technically last November would be 2017. But I took it, I stopped taking it 20, November of 2016. And we got married January of 2017. And of course, that first couple of months, I wasn't having a period still, of course. And it wasn't getting out of my system. Still trying to get out of my system. Yes, it is. And it made trying to conceive hard. In fact, impossible. They said that you can still ovulate during this time of once you stop taking it, it's full game. Like you are able to get pregnant from, ooh, sorry. You're able to get pregnant as soon as you stop taking it. Um, you're no longer, it's no longer in your system. Well, um, it stays up to in your system for up to three months. But once that three month period has passed and you have not taken it, it's pretty much fair game. So I obviously wasn't having periods still during our, you know, first couple months of marriage. And I just started doing my research because I'm like, okay, well, let me make sure, let me get, make sure that I'm doing right. You know, I went to the doctor, went to my OB and she was saying, you know, well, you know, it's only been a couple months. Don't worry about it right now. Wait until it's been a year. And then if you haven't had a period by then, then come back and see me. And so months started going by. It started to be like, um, time where you at because my period's still in here and I was doing my research of course and I started reading different articles and blogs and different people's comments of their experience with Depo Provera and someone was like oh you know after that I literally got pregnant as soon as I stopped taking it and I had my period as uh, up to after three months to stop taking uh, after three months after I stopped taking it and all different stuff and I was like okay well, I'm not. So let me research some more about um, not having a period after this amount of time. So then I started doing more research and started reading more women's stories about their depo problem of not having their periods and not being able to conceive. At that time when I was taking it, 
um, when I was 16 and on and so. I didn't know that Depo-Provera was being given to people, sex offenders, in order to decrease their sex drive. That scared the crap out of me when I saw that and found that. And all of this different information of these women that were saying, it's been seven years since I've had Depo, stop taking Depo, and I haven't been able to conceive. And one woman said it's been 10 years and she still hasn't been able to conceive and how it just took so long and how it messed their body up and how they their cycle is, hasn't been the same, how they were regular before they took Depo. And now that they stopped taking it, their cycle's all messed up. And I literally scared myself senseless, guys, reading all of this. I started getting depressed. I started getting hopeless. I'm like, okay, well, my period hasn't come back like these other women that said that it took six months. So I'm clearly like these other women over here that it's going to take seven years. And I just, my brain just was, it was just horrible. And then on top of that, on top of me scaring myself, I had other people all in my uterus. And when I say other people all in my uterus, I meant family members, friends, everybody around me saying, oh my goodness, when are you guys gonna have kids? Are you guys gonna have kids? Oh my gosh, are you pregnant? Oh my God, you're gaining weight. Um, you, you, You're you pregnant? And I'm like, y'all, I'm just gaining weight. I'm, I have happy marriage weight that I just gained. Also a side effect of the Depo-Provera was you gain weight. So, um, actually the first couple of months that me and Jacob married, got married, my mom was always like, you seem pregnant. You look pregnant. You're looking a little chubby. You're looking this. And I'm like, mom, you've been saying I look pregnant for the past nine months. I would have been had the baby by now. <laughs> and so it was just on top of that, it was a hot mess. I literally was, it, it was just horrible. And not to mention the fact that I wanted this baby. I wanted to be pregnant at this time. After the so many months of us, me and Jacob being married, I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like, let's do this. Let's let's get this going. And Jacob and I, you know, had conversations about when we were ready and everything else. And his mom was like, you know, you'll never be ready. Just do it now. And it was just all this pressure on me and the fact that I did, I did want a baby. I did want to be a mother. And it just was horrible because every time I picked up my phone and scrolled down my timeline, I was seeing people having babies left and right. And I started questioning God. I was like, um, hello, where's my baby at? And I'm talking about not the married women that, you know, had been trying with their husbands. I'm talking about the people that was slipping up, shacking up, getting pregnant and having babies. And I'm like, well, where's my baby? I'm doing it the right way. I'm married. I'm ready to have a baby. And here I am trying and I can't even do it. And here, this person is over here and she ain't even married and she don't even have. And it was just, it was this big thing. It was just jealousy. I was scared. I was depressed. I was hopeless. And it literally just was this horrible time. And I mean, up until a couple of days ago, it was a horrible time. It wasn't until the Holy Spirit stopped me a couple of days ago, uh, maybe like a week and a half ago, not even really necessarily a week ago, really kind of up until a couple of days ago. Let me, let me be honest. It was a couple of days ago. Um, even yesterday, I kind of battled with it a little bit, honestly, to be honest. But 
it was until the Holy Spirit stopped me and I got into the word and I started reading and I don't know, I just started researching TTC. I started researching, you know, people, women's different stories on their trying to conceive, but I wanted biblical stories. I wanted someone that I could relate to. Not saying that I can't relate to anyone that isn't biblical, but I wanted someone that from a spiritual aspect that I wanted to be able to see. And so I actually came across an article and if I can find the article, I'll put it in the description box below, but it actually was talking about how we are so consumed with everything around us and we're so busy looking at everyone else and saying that, I want this, I want that, I want that. Why is she, why is this person having this baby? And it literally felt like God was talking to me through that article. It was like God was saying, this is you. And at the end of the article, after it was talking about how we all compare ourselves and are trying to say, well, this is happening for them and not me. At the end of the article, it was saying, why don't we trust God through this process of of our TTC, trying to conceive? Why are we so focused on everybody else when we should be focused on Christ? And when has God not kept his promises was the question. When has he not kept his promises to you? Why not now? Why would he stop keeping his promises? Why would he stop being who he says he's going to be through this time? And of course, at that moment, when you are trying to conceive and when you're going through that, you are at this point where you're like, it seems hopeless because your body's not doing the one thing it's supposed to be doing. And you just feel horrible because it's like, I'm a woman. This is what my body, this is what God created me to be able to do, to reproduce, to give life, to, to, to populate the earth. And here I am and I can't even do this. And here I am trying, and there are other women that aren't even trying, and they're just popping them left and right. And it's just like, I literally was like, okay, God, you're speaking to me. I get this. But I want to now. Why not now? What is it about not now? We just bought, bought a house. We have enough room for it. You know, I have the job that's giving me, you know, income. Jacob's got a good job. We're stable. We can do this. You know, we may not budget our money right right now, but we can talk about that. We can sit down. We can budget our money the right way that we need to budget it in order to have a baby. People do it all the time. Like, let's, what, what is it? And it was just, Like, I just had all these questions for God and why he wasn't doing what I wanted him to do. And I actually came across, um, I actually have the Bible app on my phone. Um, For those of you who don't have it, go download that, okay? They have verses of the day. And every single day, I kid you not, God was talking to me. He was speaking to me through Every verse of the day, it was like he was pinpointing me every day. And honestly, today, I kind of had to sit back and look at all of the verses today and was like, wow, God, you really were talking to me. You really were trying to reach me right now. You were talking to me, okay? And I'm sure that, you know, these verses could be um, used in different, not just TTC, in anything. So... uh, I, I'm going to start from the very first verse of the day that I had came across. Um, it was, let me scroll down. 
It was Psalm 119, verse 114. And it said, you are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. All right, God. God's saying, put hope in my word. When have I ever let you down? Okay, when have I ever let you down? When have I ever changed what I said I was going to do? And I was like, yeah, but still, I know that, but why not now? I mean, come on, like now. And we have this like time schedule for God that we always want to put on God. And in reality, it's really not supposed to be that way. He works when he wants to work and we're on his time schedule. So anyways, after that, the next day came, you know, I was still soaking. I was still, you know, all in my feelings. Then came Isaiah 43, 19. And this verse said, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And it's like God was saying, your body that you're worried about, that's not that you think is not doing what it's supposed to be doing. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Honey, it's going to do what it's supposed to do in a minute. You just need to be patient. Stop worrying about it. Enjoy these last couple months. You ain't got no period right now. Okay. Because when it comes, I'm pretty sure I'm probably about to be upset that I have a period. Okay. Let's be real. Mm. So uh, I was just like, okay. Yeah, you're making a way. You're, you are making a way for me, Lord. You're making a way. But why not now? Why? Okay, why can't my body be doing what it's supposed to be doing now? It's already been a year since I've been off depot. Why is this happening? Then came across Hebrews 13.5. Now, now, mind you, these are verses of the day. These are happening back to back the next day after the next. God is just speaking to me, okay? Hebrews 13.5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. All right. Okay. A baby's not money, but be content with what you have. God is telling me, be content with what you have. You just got married. You prayed for that and I gave you that. Okay. Okay. Enjoy that first. Can you please enjoy that blessing first? And then on top of that, you prayed for a house that you wanted and I gave you that. Be content with what you have. God has constantly blessed me with blessings and have, has been making way. I got a job that I prayed for. I got the house and the husband that I prayed for. And yet here I am stuck on a baby. Okay. That's probably going to stress me the heck out. Okay. And yet I'm just sitting here and I am just not content with what I have. And I'm like, okay, but wait a minute. I am content though. I'm blessed. I know I'm blessed. I know that I say it every day. I thank God for my blessings. I thank him every single day. I know that I'm blessed. I know that he blessed me with my husband. I know he blessed me with the house that we just purchased. I know he just blessed me with the job that I have, but God, I want my baby. And it was like, you gave us the house so that we gave a baby. Yes. I gave you a house so that you can have the baby, but guess what? You need to be able to take care of the house first, okay? Clean it up. Do what you're supposed to do. And I'm just like, okay, gosh, okay, okay. So then the next day, 
the verse was 1 John 2, verses 15 through 16. And it says, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. And at that on that day, actually, it's so funny. I was watching Joyce's Joyce Myers. It's hard, or um, you know, I think it was titled "It's Hard to Trust God When You Don't" or "Trusting God When You Don't Understand." And I, in that, I think that was the video. I watched a couple of hers, but she defined lust. And a lot of the times when we think of lust, we think of sexual, we think, you know, like I'm lusting after someone sexually. But Joyce said that lust doesn't just have to be sexual. Lust can be defined as anything that you feel you cannot be happy without. Let that sink in. Lust, you can lust for something that you feel that you can't be happy without. And God was saying, right now you feel depressed and sad and worried for what? Why? Your life is great right now. Why are you lusting after this child? You need to be focused on me. You need to be focused on your husband. You need to be focused on getting a house together. You need to be able to do some things that you need to be able to do first and focus on my relationship with you. That's what God was saying to me. And I was just like, okay, Lord. Okay, I get it. I'm lusting after things. Okay, I am. I am. I'm, I'm, I really am. And God really honestly opened my eyes up in that moment. So then the next day, it was Psalms 5, 11. And it said, but let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them sing for joy, spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may rejoice in you. And it was like God was saying, rejoice in me. I have blessed you with so many things. There are so many things that you need to be happy and focused on. Stop worrying about this baby that you don't even need right now, okay? Rejoice in me, okay? I got you, is what he's saying. And I that was yesterday's verse, by the way, the Psalm 511. And I was like, okay, Lord, you know what? You are right. I have so much to be thankful for, to rejoice in you for. There are some things that have been transpiring with my family that he has fulfilled and kept his promise with. And I need to be focused and blessing him for that. And I'm like, but still, kind of. I was just like, but I hear you. I see you. But, and it's so funny because this today's verse was Jeremiah 17:10 and it said I the Lord search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct according to what their deeds deserve and it's like here I am with my husband here I am with this brand new house that I have I need to be focused on that. I need to be focused on God, my husband, and this home that he has just blessed us with. And I need to be taking care of that. Because right now, I'm so caught up in this baby that I don't have 
that I'm neglecting my husband who just had throat surgery. I mean, I'm not, I'm still taking care of him. I don't you think I'm not, but I'm so consumed in that, that I'm not even worried about my husband. I'm not worried about this house that I need to be taken care of. And I'm letting that stuff slip because I'm worried about something that I ain't got. And it's like, stop worrying about that. Stop putting, and, and, and think of this. They usually say that when you least expect it, that is when you get pregnant. Okay, when you stop worrying and trying and fighting and worried about your body and trying to track this and track that and do this and do that, that is usually when a woman gets pregnant because your body feels stress even when you don't feel, excuse me, I'm sorry, something got my MI. Even when you don't feel stressed, your body can sense some stress. And I'm just like, here I am stressing myself out over what my body is not doing right now. And why? When God's got this under control, I don't know. I have no control over what my body is going to do and what it's not going to do. Here I am concerned about that. And I should not be. I should be focused on everything else that I have surrounding me at the moment in time that I am blessed with. And in Joyce Meyer's video of trusting God when you don't understand, she said that when you trust God, you need to trust God and, and do it with a little good. Okay. Do, or she said a little do good. Okay. She had these prescription pills on the thing. I'll put, again, I'll put the video in the description box below, but she said, while you're trusting God, you still need to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. Which is making sure that your relationship with him is on point and trying to, gosh, I'm so sorry. There is something in my eye and I'm like trying to get it out. You need to be able to trust God while you doing what you're supposed to do, doing good, helping others, encouraging others, because guess what? Sometimes you find yourself going through things. Have you ever found yourself being able to tell somebody how to get through something, but when you go through it, you you just you just can't figure it out. You just you feel like you just can't. And also another thing that you need to do is stop going to other people first. Stop confiding in other people because other people aren't going to give you the comfort that you need because once you cast your cares to the Lord, guess what? You have automatic peace, y'all. Peace. Automatic peace. Okay. So, again, I'm going to end this podcast right here because I want to go deeper into this. I want to hear you guys' you know, comments. If you uh, share your, your journeys with me, share your TTC journeys with me. Because, again, I said I've only been going through this for a month. I mean, not a month, but a couple of months. Um, and, again, it could just very well be the depth of prepare or not in my system. But... I still was so consumed in that, you know, and I just had to cast my cares to the Lord. And again, Satan will try to bring you down and you'll try to continue to focus on everything else. But guess what? Spend time with God. When you feel down and you start feeling like that, start praying. Okay, y'all start praying that God, that God will take that out of your mind, that he will take that depression away, that he will take that sadness away. Pray for that. Y'all be so in tune with God that anything else that happens around you don't even matter. Okay, that's where you want to be. Okay, so I'm going to stop right here. Okay, I want to finish this conversation later. Let me know. I just want to see if people are even interested in this, if, I, if they want me to keep going. So if you are, comment and let me know. 
Um, ladies, if you're currently going through this, trust God, you guys. God knows, okay? And it may seem like it takes years. It's been years. And again, like I said, I've only been experiencing this for a couple months. But I have seen some people go through things, especially in firsthand. My mother have gone through some things firsthand. And I have seen it for 20-plus years. And she has just gotten her breakthrough. And again, you know, it's just like stop worrying about now because God's got you, okay? God has got you. So I just want you guys to feel encouraged, okay? So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. You know, rate, comment for you guys on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that subscribe button and thumbs up the video. Leave your comments below of what you guys think and your journey. I hope that I was able to encourage some people today like God has encouraged me. Spend some time with him, y'all. He will make you feel the most peace that you have ever felt before, okay? I thank you guys for supporting us i thank you um jacob will probably be back on the next podcast episode so stay tuned love you guys Bye.